Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Tracking how they're rocking the comp. It's Hurricane Valley with Norm Hewitt and Ricardo Ball on SEMZ. Yeah, 7 o'clock, and welcome in to Hurricane Valley for the very first time, and uh, welcome in uh, to the big man himself, the big dog out of the capital, Norm Hewitt. G'day, mate. How you doing? I'm well, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Uh, looking forward to doing a season of this with you. Yeah, look, I uh, must say it's been a while since I've done anything like this. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a rookie now, so an all-season rookie. You're a seasoned rookie. I like it. I like it, mate. Well, we're going to get into it. We're going to get your starting 15 for the Canes against the Crusaders a little bit later on in the show. We're going to get your old mate Corey Jane on the show a little bit later on as well. And we'll talk of the uh, the gains and the and the losses uh, for the Canes between last season and this season. But before we do that, let's go to Hurricanes headlines with Ben. Thanks, Ricardo. All Blacks loose forward Adi Savir has once again been named captain for the Hurricanes in the upcoming Super Rugby season. Savir says he's honoured to be able to lead and grow with the team and is excited to lead the Hurricanes in the inaugural Super Rugby Pacific season. Meanwhile, halfback TJ Perinara is set to miss the opening rounds of Super Rugby Pacific with a knee injury. Perinara sustained the injury during training with head coach Jason Holland saying that the 78 Test International had suffered an MCL injury and he took a little knock that twisted his knee. He's going to be out for around a month or so. Jamie Booth and Richard Judd are the leading candidates to replace Perinara in the number 9 jersey for their season opener against the Crusaders. Booth did start for the Canes in their preseason win over the Crusaders last weekend. That is your Hurricanes news. Back to Hurricanes Valley with Norm Hewitt and Ricardo Ball. Yeah, so there you go. Those are the, uh, the headlines. And uh, Norm, uh, I mean, it's a strange way to start the season, isn't it, against the team that you just played last weekend in the final trial match? Yeah, it is, and you know it was interesting watching that match and around the teams and the, and the structure and um, the players that were coming on and off. Is I think the Crusaders had a had a really great structure, and the Canes, you know, disrupted a number of times. But it was just the mistakes that I was watching the Canes. Like if they take that into this weekend's game, they're going to get caned by the Crusaders. But in taking that, they did come out to the. Uh, with the win with a W at the end of the day. Um, but it will come down to who executes the set phases and um, both in the scrum and the line-out and making sure that they can finish their uh, their phases uh, really, really well will come out with a win. So. It looks like there will be uh, six All Blacks available for the Crusaders uh, coming back into this as well. Um, I mean, you know, you'll take a win against the Crusaders anytime you can, right? Because they're the, they're the big dog. They're the one everyone wants to knock off. But do you want to do it the week before the competition starts, really, and get no points for it and then maybe cop the backlash? Well, and that's the thing, right? It's it's going to be tough. And you're right, Noah. You always like taking on the, the Crusaders. It's always been since we were right from in the competition. There were two teams. There were the Blues and the Crusaders. Crusaders have dominated this competition for a long, long time. 
and with the number of All Blacks coming back in, I think the backlash is going to be pretty swift. But I believe the, the Hurricanes have the ability. The, there's a couple of pieces in there. Uh, TJ is, is a pivot, a real pivotal player. And with him out, I think that's going to be an area where the Crusaders are really going to target. I think the up front, you know, hoping that uh, some of the, the big players like uh, I saw four, uh, and all Dane Coles is available, and I, I haven't caught up with the latest news on that. And it's, again, with someone like Owen Franks that's out, it's going to put a lot of pressure up front. So they're going to be, they're going to be up against it. But, uh, hey, when it comes to the real stuff, last week was a bit of a hit out. Real stuff happens this weekend. I think uh, we're we're in for a pretty good match. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great rematch of, of obviously of we talked about last weekend's game. Uh, let's talk about some of the gains then that they uh, uh, that they've, they've picked up uh, the Hurricanes and they needed to do some shopping because they they certainly lost a fair few. Um, I mean, Ben Franks, if he was back and fit, would be great. Same. I mean, Dominic Bird gives us a little bit of extra. Um, experience as well. Obviously, TJ does, almost doesn't feel like he went anywhere. Uh, but I mean, in terms of the players that are going to be available, the players that have come back into strength in this Kane squad, um, who are you most excited about? Well, look, oh, look, having Dominic Berg come back, he's he's a, he's a campaigner that's been in in the competitions for for a long, long time. He's a bit of overseas experience. Hopefully, he'll shore up that that uh, second row really, really well. Um, there's not too many other players that I would see. If if Franks was there, I'd be going, look, Franks is going to shore up that front row really, really well. Other than that, I really haven't seen a lot of these new players. You know, you're talking 14, 15 new players coming into the Hurricane squad in 2022 with uh, 12 players leaving from 2021. Of that, you know, I just haven't seen enough of them to go, mm, these you know, they've set it up really, really well. But I know um, Gibbo, Gibbo the Ford coach for the for the Canes, and uh, Jason Holland, the coach, and of course you've got Corey Jane, one of the masters in the defensive um, pathways. I think they're going to have a plan. I just haven't seen enough of the players to go, These particularly these new ones, um, Ricardo, to go, mate, I know enough to be able to be really confident in what they're going to be putting together. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Tay Walden obviously uh, had a good season with Taranaki uh, recently, so him coming in is, you know, I, I think is definitely a win. Blake Gibson as well, pick up, a good pickup from Auckland. But when you look at some of the some of the names uh, that went missing, particularly out uh, in the midfield, you know, Nani uh, Laomapi, I think is a big one. Uh, he's gonna, I think he is gonna be a miss. Vince Arso will probably be a miss. Uh, Gareth Evans going to the Highlanders via Fafita as well. Uh, um, and then you know things, uh, guys like Ricky Riccatelli going to the Blues. I know there's depth at hooker at the Canes, but I mean he's a great player. He'd probably be the number one hooker uh, pretty much anywhere else he goes. So um, I mean of, of those guys they've lost, who do you think uh, the Canes will feel the loss of most keenly? Well, I think it's the midfield that they'll feel it most most keenly in round uh, Lamapi because uh, he was he was a real solid player in the midfield and he could he could hit it up extremely well, but. Navar Fafita uh, and Gareth Evans, two very key players within the in the team last year, very solid within their work rates. Um, and again, you know that we've got some young players coming through. You know, even 
even the likes of um, uh, Heldon and uh, O'Reilly, they've played some provincial stuff. You know, provincial rugby, that, that's fine, but there's a big step between provincial rugby and super rugby. And if they've done their preseason really well, they should should come into it extremely well. The exciting part is when it's your first season, it's your first game, you put on the jersey, you actually grow 10 foot tall and bulletproof. So you can push it really hard and and, um, and it's exceptional. But you cannot beat experience. And that's what we're coming up against on Saturday is the experience of the All Blacks coming back into the Crusaders team. They'll be ready. They'll want to they'll step up. And Scott Robinson, you know, Razor, he, there is no difference. They come in, they've got to perform. So... I think the Hurricanes, they've got a big season in front of them. If they can hold it together, if TJ can get back, because I think, again, TJ is absolutely pivotal within that uh, within the team, uh, particularly mastering the forwards and the, and the backs. All right, well, let's have a look uh, then, Norm, about which sort of, uh, what 15 you think Jason Holland is going to select for this first game against the Crusaders. Um, should, we, should, we, should we start in the front row where it all happens? Yeah, look, I, I I don't know who's available. So, like, I know that um, if if I was picking, I'd put Dane in there, number one, but I don't know if he's back. You know, again, don't know the news. Um, I would have uh, Alex Fido as one of the props um, to come into it, and it's a, it's a shame that we don't have Franks ready there. So I couldn't say who would be the other prop within that right now watching if Tyrell Lomax is available I'd have that would be my starting front row you know and that's just just names that I've seen and and what they could do I thought Fido had a came on and had a had a really powerful game we haven't seen Lomax and I haven't seen Coles you know so that'd be I'd put Bird into the second row um who he who he goes up with you know again I you know Blackwell He's been been there for a couple of seasons, but I just thought he was off the pace last week. Like a couple of lineouts and a couple of positions, he, he missed a couple of tackles. He's got to pick his game up to get into that. And of course, the the loose forwards. I think we do, um, you know, you know, duplicity as an open side, but we, we we need a really fast open side. Now I don't know if that's duplicity or Princep. Um, but definitely Adi, I'd have Adi at number eight, to be honest. Game player, lead from the back. You can you can bring the forwards and backs together because we don't have TJ working uh, working well. So I made that, sorry, I, I, not inconclusive, but that's kind of like where my forward pack lies. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty competitive forward pack, I mean, against anybody, and uh, they'll certainly go toe-to-toe uh, with the Satyrs. I'm a big fan of Scotty Scraft, and I was surprised that Auckland let him go when they let him go. I think I think he's a really good physical presence. He can offload as well, so uh, he might be challenging uh, Blackwell for that second spot in the second row. What about halfbacks? If TJ's not playing, I mean, is Jamie Booth the automatic choice? I would put him in there just from an experience perspective. Uh, he'd go go in there. I think again he's got uh, big boots to fill, and I think he can he can bring that that to the fore. And when he's really on his game, I think he's he's one of the um, better uh, halfbacks out there. So yep, Booth would be my um, would be my starting half. Um, I don't know where Ruben Lovers in the in the first five. We're, it's Ruben, it's either Ruben or Bashup. Um, but again, it's only from 
the ones that I know more so than the ones that I've actually seen and, and paid a lot of attention to. And then you've got Proctor, Proctor and uh, Peter Munger Jensen, uh, Rosie, Jordan, oh, you know, put uh, Jordy at the back, 15. Potentially could be in the midfield because, you know, we saw him last season, the All Blacks playing in various positions and, like, he's a beast. So, but I think shoring up that, that back row. Uh, and Sevilla, I thought Sevilla had a, a solid game and he, he really worked hard to score the try that he scored. And, and that's um, what you need with with uh, Severe to make sure that he is working really hard. And I saw him in the breakdown getting in and, and hitting a few rucks as well. Because, you know, the big fella likes hitting a few rucks. But that's kind of like where I sit with the uh, with the backs for uh, for this game coming out. Let's see. Yeah, let's see indeed. I mean, it gives you good balance too. Because, I mean, you've got the bus on one wing and then you've got an absolute flyer in Rayasi on the other wing. And then, obviously, the height and the experience of Geordie Barrett at the back. Yeah, no, that's a good-looking 15, Norm. All right, hey, let's, uh, we, we've got uh, your good mate, uh, uh, Corey Jane, uh, waiting in the wing. So let's get a break. When we come back, uh, the assistant coach of the Hurricane is going to join us. Yeah, welcome back into Hurricanes Valley, the very first episode. We're going to be doing this every week here on SENZ. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. And a, a bloke I know is probably uh, Norm spent a bit of money at the uh, Chemist Warehouse on hair product over the years. Uh, Corey Jane, your old mate, uh, now assistant at the uh, at the Hurricanes, joins us. Uh, g'day, uh, CJ. How you doing, mate? I'm doing awesome. How are you guys? Yeah, good, brother. Good, good, good. Um, how how. How's the feeling in the camp after starting uh, the season, well, you know, pre-season, uh, with that win over the over the Crusaders? Oh, yeah. It's, I think the, the camp itself, I think the boys are excited to get the season going. Um, you know, we've had a, some hard trainings in the pre-season in those couple of games that we played. So, you know, it's all down to uh, the first round and what we've talked about is going out there and performing well. And uh, it was a good little game in the weekend against the Crusaders but at the end of the day it's that's pre-season and both teams are playing each other again this week so you don't kind of give everything away um, so it should be a good challenge for us uh, this week going against them because they'll be different They will be different mate uh, And I, I, How much of a challenge is that from a coaching point of view uh, when you're playing them like in that pre-season game knowing that the next week you're playing them for real uh, you know how do you approach it do you have to hold stuff back I mean uh, what's the mindset from a coaching point of view yeah, it was a weird one because obviously uh, at first when we were going to play them, uh, we had a different schedule and then it changed and so we ended up playing them back to back. But you, you do hold a few things back. You, you, you know, you don't want to give everything away, but you still want to play close to your game plan and your structures because you've spent the whole preseason trying to, I guess, work on them and get better at them. So uh, it's key that you go into the game and I think you just get your key habits that you want to. Um, you know, you want to show and want the guys to do, but also bring that physicality. I think that's the, the main part of preseason games is getting back into that physicality, the contact, uh, getting the ball in your hand and uh, getting tackled and getting um, and tackling people. So I think that was a plus. Um, but, yeah, we did hold a few things back, but, you know, they would have done the same thing. So um, the proof will be in the pudding this weekend. Hey, Corey, it's Norm Hewitt here, mate. Just an insight around your uh, bit of the game plan. What what is your sense of starting, and how? What's the um, first part of the, you know, the first ten fifteen minutes of uh, the game this weekend? Uh, well, look, a couple of things. Probably we just got to be uh, physical. 
and you've got to do that against the Crusaders team because uh, they're a team that, you know, if you let them start getting their momentum, uh, putting under pressure, um, they can run away off a game. So you've got to take it to them. You've got to unsettle them as much as you can because they're a team that struggle. You know, it's hard to unsettle. So we've got to be physical. Um, but discipline's a massive, massive game when you play against the Crusaders because um, they just love grinding away, grinding away. And if you're uh, ill-disciplined, um, they'll kick you to the corners. And we all know how good they are down in those areas. So, um, you know, a couple of little keys that I just said then are, are going to be bigger, big for us this weekend. And, and mate, from Saturday's game, what are the couple of the key uh, aspects that you took uh, took out of there to walk into this weekend? And second, um, what did the guys really focus on uh, around their uh, finishing their, their set phases? Um, well, judging from the Crusaders and the game in the weekend, they came out and they were, very, they were physical to us. And, you know, they got double shoulders on our carriers and it made it hard for us to um, get too much going on attack. Um, and defensively, they they like to run around the field a lot. You know, they're just not stuck in one structure. Um, guys are, are moving all over the paddock, which um, can create some problems. Um, so seeing that, knowing that that's what they're going to do this weekend is, um, you know, it, it's good to obviously see it before it happens. But um, they, they they were very physical. And that's what I talked about before. We need to do that because we've just seen what it looks like. Um, I guess the main takeaway from us, though, is, you know, we've got a structure and a system. Um, and it's just about everyone nailing their roles. Um, we were a little bit uh, sloppy in that area. Uh, in the preseason game, but you're going to get that because it's preseason. Um, so it's just another week that we've had to really nail our roles and set piece um, phase play. Um, just so when we go into the weekend, everyone's on the same page and uh, we can do what we do in the Hurricanes and and let's try to attack. Hey uh, Corey, um, we've got, had a text through here uh, on Hurricanes Valley from Trent um, on double eight double three saying Geordie Barrett needs to move into the midfield. Um, where do you see him playing mostly for the Canes this season? Is it in 15 or, or is he a chance at sort of 12, 13? Well, I think I think 15. I think there was a chat last year about him going to 12 and um, that was really why the Super Rugby was going on at the beginning of the year. And I, I think that was because he wasn't the number one fullback in the country. And then you look at what he did in the all-black jersey and end up nailing that 15 jersey. Um, so obviously... It'd be pretty cool to see him up in the in the midfield, a different position. But now, if you probably spoke to him, he'd probably want to play 15 just because uh, it's another opportunity for him to try and nail that spot um, in the All Black setup by playing well. But you know, we know how classy is that fullback. So I see him there. Um, but who knows? It could be a 12 on his back every now and then. Corey, you've been have you been happy with the build up from? Uh, the preseason in going into this weekend as a whole coaching squad and other players ready. Oh, I, I think they're ready. I think, um, and you wouldn't know what it's like normal for uh, preseason games. It's young guys love it. The older guys can't stand them, um, and you just want to get through them without getting injured. And um, so the real test comes uh, when the season starts. So, and we managed to get through it. It hasn't been. Uh, too many bad injuries, 
uh, which is which is cool. Um, and you just got to go in there and and rock into that first game. So I think the, the level of excitement from the guys from preseason to now, it's it's gone right up. So um, that's exciting to see. And uh, CJ, in, in terms of who's available um, for week one, I mean, is there anybody that you that you can't play from an All Black point of view? I mean, I think TJ's not going to be there, is he? But what about Dane and a few of the others? Yeah, no, I, I think TJ's um, the only one. He hurt his knee uh, last week. A bit of friendly fire from our boys in a in a rugby session, um, which was uh, a, one of the forwards smashed the back that fell on a, another back. Um, that wasn't needed, but that's hey, that's rugby. Um, so he's he's no good at the moment, but I think everyone else is is ready to go and uh, chipping away. So we'll see what the team looks like tomorrow, and then uh, we'll go into it on Saturday. Good stuff, CJ. Hey, listen, thanks for giving us some time today, mate. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you and the uh, and the squad for that uh, game against the uh, the Crusaders on the weekend. You know, the rest of New Zealand will be supporting you. <laughs> Anytime, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Corey Jane there awesome. with us, the assistant coach of the Hurricanes. Uh, Norm, was that a step too far? I, I, maybe just a little bit. Eh? But, hey, it's good to get that across early in the season because uh, down the Hurricane Valley, you know, everyone's ready for this game. Indeed they are, mate. Hey, listen, before we let you go, we've got a couple of competitions going uh, on SENZ. Uh, there is one with Smith City. We've got a, a six and a half grand's worth of gear to, uh, to be won a, a traditional super rugby tipping competition. I know that you've entered it, mate. So give us uh, give us your tips for this first round, uh, starting with the Tars versus the Drua. Who's going to take that out? Mate, um, I'd love the Drua to take it out. That's my heart because that would be great for, for footy to start the season off that way. So I'm going to go with my heart on that one. That's the draw. Uh, is, it is, is what it is. Is there any point in me asking you who's going to win between the Crusaders and the Hurricanes? It's just yellow and black attack all day, yeah. isn't it? Mate, uh, that has to. The Canes are going to be going to Canes every day, every other day, and, and the day after that as well. So Quality. And uh, what Highlanders? About Chiefs Highlanders? Are you going the Highlanders? I'm going the Highlanders because it's in their backyard. Yeah, you know, nice. Like the, the Chiefs, Chiefs can match them, but the Highlanders in their backyard is always a different play. Now, that's a bit of an old school mentality, but I'll go the Highlanders in their own backyard. And what about the Reds uh, and the Rebels? Well, it has, I have to go the Reds. I think that um, they've started to form something pretty special in there, particularly at that coaching level, and the Reds will... will take the uh, Rebels, absolutely. And the, the last game of the round, which is actually last on one. Sunday afternoon, is uh, Brumbies up against the Force. Brumbies. Mates, it's no brainer. No brainer, too easy. You know, everybody that we've talked to so far, we've done. This is the fifth of these sh- of the six shows that we've done, and everybody's picked the Brumbies. So I think if the if you want to nail it on dead cert for the weekend, it's the Brumbies, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. So, you know, what else is there? Just bring it on. It's kind of like how many more days, how many more sleeps we've got before this competition starts. <laughs> yeah, not too many, man, not too many. But uh, to, in, in, any more than one's always too many. Good stuff, Norm. Hey, look forward to uh, doing this again with you next week. Go, go well. Yeah, thanks, Ricardo. Look forward to it, mate. Yeah, this is Hurricane Valley here on SENZ. We'll be doing that every week, every Wednesday from 7 to 7.30, me and Big Normie will bring it to you and just talk canes. Uh, up next, we go north, and Steve Devine for All Black Halfback joins us as the Blues Brothers hit the studio.